something this morning about myself and and maybe it's a lie but I'm gonna go with it being true so whenever my back hurts I always blamed it on the bed or the couch but the couch usually makes it better and I bounce back and forth between the bed and the couch most of the night when this happens and it occurred to me there's been periods of my life where my bed has been horrible at least in my mind oh my bed hurts my back And that's what I've told myself for years because my back hurts. But there's also phases when it doesn't hurt. And the light bulb went off for me this morning when I'm not exercising regularly. And and I mean more than just my daily walks. But like I haven't been biking, you know, for over a week now. And even before that, it got a little more sporadic. So I'm going to play Dr. Bobby this morning and say that I need to get my butt doing a little bit more movement so that I feel better when I wake up. So I'm just telling you in case this is applicable to you too and and you don't realize it until 12 years after you buy your last mattress. (laughs) Okay, I'm being a little silly and my bike is officially broken right now. So um, that's another hot topic. I went to go take it for ice cream and the brake was busted. So I got to figure out how to get it to the store and get it all better. All right, personal stuff aside, (laughs) bikes and beds. How about we do the reading? Today is June 29th. Wow, it's almost over. And my person's quote is Francois Rebellis. I'm sure it sounds way more sexier with an accent. He that has patience may compass anything. When we choose to live one day at a time, one moment at a time, we regain a more accurate, balanced perspective. This form of self-love and growth is impossible during active addiction. Now, by living at a slower pace, acting thoughtfully instead of simply reacting, we get better at learning to savor the simple things. Now we can choose to abandon the stress of commuter traffic and watch the sky long enough to spot a red-tailed hawk. We can take time to notice the fall colors throughout the woods. We can go for a walk and listen to the splash of fish feeding in the water. Or we can simply smell the rain-soaked earth while on our way to an afternoon appointment. This attention to the present is a way to combat old and familiar worries and enjoy life's small wonders. Recovery challenges us to experience a purer joy, a more honest charm and magic, and it gives us the energy and clarity to appreciate all we see. Today, let me take life in small, manageable, delightful pieces. I relate to this. Of course, again, I go for a walk almost every day and we walk by the water. And there's even been some mornings when we've gone out biking that the sun has hit the trees off the river because we go, a good part of it is along the river. And I guess I should be just grateful, and I am, that I have a river 
you know, to go bebopping next to. But I've always, always stopped like literally and taken pictures of flowers. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of different flowers and scenery. I just love nature and the beauty that it provides. There's somebody in our alcohol room right now that's camping somewhere and she's been posting beautiful pictures with us, birch trees and mountains. And it's not about, this reading isn't about just taking wonderful, beautiful photos. It's about being present-minded enough to take them. And this presence concept is something I'm working so hard on after going to that class with the Doctor of Divinity. I love that still. But in the, in the alcohol-free class, when we were talking about spirituality the final two weeks, it was really all about what this is saying, is when our mind isn't racing, thinking about the next bed or the damage we've caused or whatever crap comes along with not living our best life of, of being positive and grateful, once all our brain shuts some of that junk down, we can really fully appreciate some of the things around us, like the flowers and the trees and the water. I had read, gosh, I think just this morning before I jumped on here, there's somebody named... Oh, something with mental illness in their Instagram handle. And I love this. She, she, he, I'm not sure. Maybe it's a she. They posted how to get grounded. And I feel like this could be pretty close to how to get present as well. And it starts with, it's like a five, four, three, two, one method. And it's five, describe the things you can see. Four, name the things you can feel. Three, name the things you can hear. Two, name two things you can smell. And number one is to name a good thing about yourself. So see, feel, hear, smell. Ah, I'm like, what sense is missing? I guess that would be taste. And it's almost that simple. Well, it's that simple in concept. It takes a lot of practice to get present is what I'm learning because I keep trying to practice it. And I may have shared with you, I put a walking meditation on as I come back after dropping Karen off in the morning. And it's, it's a meditation going in my ears. And I don't walk on like crazy terrain. I'm walking on sidewalks. There's hardly anybody around, you know, and we all are getting familiar enough with each other. So I'm not in danger of heavy traffic or walking into anything. So I really only have to concentrate on this meditation. And I still, and I guess this will always be until I figure out how to train my brain completely, but it's so, it takes a lot of effort right now to be like, you're listening to the meditation, focus on the meditation. 
And if your mind starts to wander, like I'm having the, the voices in my head are having this conversation now, like, Bobby, pay attention. You're making it harder than it should be. And then I'll go on what I call the brain train where one thought leads to another, leads to another. And then all of a sudden I'm reminding myself again that I'm listening to a meditation and that I need to pay attention and be present. And the reason practicing like in that environment is so important to me and getting better at Maybe we're living more in the present when we stop gambling, but are we appreciating it fully and are we dialed in? I'm trying to teach it to be part of my my new routine, my my makeup, my, what do they say? It takes 30 or 60 days or attempts to learn something and make it a habit. I want to make being present my habit, not only from what I learned from from. Paul's, you know, booze class, booze list class. But because I want to be in the moments that are happening, I do believe that the present's all we have and we should be appreciating it. I'm still guilty of, I want to think about the future and be running, running, running all the time. I'm in the process, as you know, of letting go of my past, (laughs) which is another job. All all these things definitely are a little bit of work, but as much of my past that I don't need to think about or deal with anymore is is kind of where I'm at. So the present's where I want to be, and I want it to be such second nature that I don't have to think about it. I want to remember that when I'm in Kai's presence, for example, I want to be able to hear what she's saying and really listen and dial in. I don't want her to say a word and then my brain do the brain train and then I miss what she said to me. I want to be, I want to know what's going on with her. I want her to know that I'm listening to her and I want to do that without much effort. I've done it many times where instead of not getting the message, I've had to say to people, can you repeat that? Can you stop? My brain just totally ran away. You know, I, I, I didn't hear you. And it, it's not that I'm ignoring people. It's just that that's what happens with our mind. And that's what wanting to bet or wanting, you know, or alcohol or whatever that's trying to call us back is, is trying to do is to keep us focused on that. So I definitely want to continue to try to get rid of those voices. You know, it's okay to have voices. I want the voices that tell me I'm worthy and that I'm beautiful and that I'm awesome. Those are the voices in my head that I want to hear. I don't want to hear the, you know, the sky is blue, blue's the name of Justin's daughter, daughter, I didn't have kids. You know, like that's my brain train. It's just random. I just made that up. The final thing I want to say before we go is I woke up to... My buddy that I've been working with, well, actually, he's kind of been doing all the work. I've just been along for the ride, but we're celebrating two weeks without drugs and drinking today, and his his message to me this morning was about this same kind of thing about being being aware and being present, and because because he's someone that I view, like when I know people, they get stuck in time. Like if I knew you, one of the girls I used to work with, I knew her kids when they were like eight or nine. And then I just saw the daughter got 
engaged. Well, wait a minute. She's still eight or nine in my head. So that's kind of the same principle with this with this friend. He's still a teenager in my mind or, well, even younger. So when he says these profound things, I'm like, oh, yeah. And I woke up to him talking about, you know, he realizes that drinking tends to lead to drugging. So he knows that he has to not drink in order to be successful. He's he's starting to like look in the mirror at what he needs to do and to change the voices in his head. And he actually makes reference to the voices in the head. So I love that it's only two weeks, con- consistent, connected, two weeks, and he's continuing to grow and learn and be aware every day. And he's so... It's amazing. You know, there's, he's figuring stuff out and his, his revelations are so profound some days. So I know, I know he has just the best chance of being successful. And I love it when I hear that other people are finding their way. So that's my good, happy place for a Monday to kick us off. I think since that reading, I, I'm going to go take 15 minutes and go walk by the river real quick before the workday starts. So I hope that everyone has a magnificent Monday. We'll be back tonight. If you haven't picked out your character defect that you want to work out tonight, you have, I don't know, eight hours or so, 10 hours. I don't know. Whenever I end up back on the air later to think about what defect we're going to explore tonight. Okay, beautiful people. Have a good day. I will talk to you later.